song um thank you sean uh i just want to say thank you everyone joining us today i want to say uh i'm just filled with gratitude you know it really has a way of changing your perspective on life and your situations and i'm so grateful for for this opportunity to be able to share um some truth and some experience on on healing and growth uh, just being set free because ultimately that's our ultimate goal is to gain some more freedom, get some breakthrough and glorify God through every aspect of our life. Yes. And I'm grateful I have my wife, Pastor Debbie here. Hello. hello. Um, <laughs> um, Darren McBee, my Woo-hoo. great friend and co-host. Hey, hey what's up? What's and, up? And we have Pastor Sean, uh, Hope Recovery Studios, um, amazing place. Thank you, Pastor Sean. This is such an uh, amazing, I'm just, it really just kind of uh, uh, amazes me just to be able to have this opportunity uh, to be in such a neat facility and and have this opportunity to speak in people's lives. For such a time as this, Um, too. For such a time as this. Amen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. That person who was singing in the beginning, that was Richard Andrew. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's an ama- amazing person. Shut my ama- mouth. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Wow. Richard oh Andrew, he had a podcast here, and I call him, he's the pastor for NASCAR. Oh, that's He goes around and wow. does chapel for all the NASCAR uh, oh, drivers. Sweet. What a yeah. voice, awesome. man. Awesome what guy. a voice. Well, we're very blessed. Awesome choice, Pastor Sean. I love that song already. Yeah, I haven't too. even... Uh, I've only heard it a few times, but it's actually absolutely oh, touches man. my heart. So, um, welcome to Hope Stream, and we're gonna get going here. Uh, we're just um, we're on a mission. We're on a mission to help people. Um, we're Center of Hope Church. I'm Pastor Michael, and uh, I want to get my wife and, and Darren, and uh, we are on a mission to help people in any capacity that we can. And I want to thank everyone that's in pr- prayerful. Uh, towards our ministry that's giving uh, towards our ministry. We are out there at the, in the homeless camps. We're um, reaching out to the men in prison. We're helping women uh, affected by domestic violence victims and survivors of domestic violence. Men, um, we're raising up men. We're actively out there uh, ministering and, and just working with every person that has the ear to hear. And I just pray that today we just have, we're in, tuned in to what God is saying. Um, I believe he has something absolutely revolutionary can transform our lives. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm just excited about today. Um, you had a scripture you wanted to start us out with, honey? I do. I do. Uh, Isaiah 61, 3, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Oh, beautiful. And I just want to focus real quick on that spirit of heaviness. Um, just everything that's happening worldwide, Yes. we just see so, um, so many people suffering. 
uh, not only with the sickness, but even having to be home. And we had uh, touched quickly last week on um, homes that are affected by domestic violence of uh, victims having to be home 24 hours a day with their abuser. Right. And so I know it's it's been a prayer of, of mine personally, just praying for these families that are affected by that. Um, but also just hearing individual uh, stories of people feeling the spirit of heaviness. Right. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yes. We know it as depression. Yes. Um, even anxiety right. and fear and just the constant worry. And um, so I really like to touch on that uh, a little bit today. Can um, I interject something really absolutely. quickly? I was just talking to Pastor Sean a little bit earlier. I don't know if you heard me, but um, his wife. Hey, could you tell us what's going on over there with your wife? She works with um, in a hospital-type setting. Is that correct? Yeah, she works in skilled nursing. And she's an occupational therapist, so she's right there on the front lines, and you know, and it's it's scary, you know. She she goes to work with a ton of faith, <laughs> you know. Yeah. She's praying. She knows God has her, but she comes home a little bit beaten up. Oh, you know, sure. there there's a lot of people that are running around, and they think everyone's going to get it, and everyone's going to die, and we don't have the right protection, and we don't have, you know, it's. It's just horrible, yeah, you know, right. to see her go through all the different things that she is going right. through being well, on that front line. Imagine that. I mean, because you can almost feel like you're cannon fodder out there because right. she's out there serving the Lord and that she's watching all these people fear mongering and fear builds upon fear and builds upon fear. That's right. So what, what one person can do can whip a mob into a frenzy right. of fear right. in no time at all. So we need to pray for Pastor Sean's wife and pastor and when we're in those kind of environments there's residual and i think that's the real um challenge especially with the isolation and everything that's taking place because uh, a huge key component to making that transfer from joy or from mourning to joy and from heaviness to you know to the other side of that is our connection with each other and obviously our connection with God. Mm -hmm. But when we're out there by ourselves in a given situation where there's so many influences that are, um, that are, are panic or, or fear, um, and we really need to uh, actively combat that fear oh, man, and yes. combat that, that uh, heaviness yes. that, that, that is trying to attach itself to us. Right. And uh, so we know that fear stimulates fear. So right, if right. we're hanging out with someone who's very fearful, that fear will jump upon Absolutely. us. Jump on us if we're not girded or guarded. Right. And we know our source comes from the Lord. Mm -hmm. We know right. in our weakness He is made strong. Come on. Um, but that fear, when you're hanging out, or when you have two people who are fearful, they're mm -hmm. kind kind of filling each other's cup with the fear. Right. Oh yeah, till it overflows. Until it right. overflows. You know, and what's sad is like it. It just like I was saying, it grows exponentially, and and fear is just a horrible pervasive you know feeling that's just taking over it seems like 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 for instance sean or his wife where she's working right it's everywhere now worse than ever right. and that's why i love what you guys are doing Amen. you know you're providing a true answer through god's power to be able to deliver people out of horrible circumstances within themselves right and I just did a message on fearless faith, and, and we talked about that, be anxious for nothing. And that word anxious actually means uh, divided and, mm. and multi-scattered thoughts. Mm. And that's exactly what it does. Mm. We could go into a situation with our mind focused on God, but but the, all these different uh, um, 
all this different opposition or whatever it is can cause our minds to be scattered or multiplied yeah. or divided. Yep. And that's why it's so important that we stay tuned in to God's word, hearing these strains, being a part of, of the community of God, calling each other, being there yep. for each other. And, uh, and as we are in the process of getting back to where we can have fellowship together. Right. Amen. Amen. And that's when the peace of God that passes all understanding guards our hearts right. and guards our minds through Christ Jesus. Right. Amen. Amen. You know, and that's just one thing. I mean, you guys, what's horrible is what's being pumped through the news media. Oh, yes. I mean, it's poison. Right. I mean, you sit in front of a news media and, and by the end, and half, half an hour later, you're going to cut your wrist because it's so depressing. It right. is. And actually, the numbers are just not adding up to what we're being told. Right. It's really scary. It and is. That, you know, it's scary what's behind all this that's, stuff. Yeah. You know, that people don't really realize what's going on. You know, the agenda that's behind all this right. stuff. Yes. You know. But I believe that there's a, a prophecy by David Wilkerson, and he speaks about a lot of this stuff pretty detailed. Mm -hmm. And at the end, he said, "It's a, this is we're heading into a third great awakening. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God is opening the eyes. Oh, He's yeah. unplugging the ears. Those of us mm -hmm. that maybe weren't uh, aware of the pretense behind a lot of this stuff are now coming awake, being right. alert, uh, being uh, woken up, if you will. Yes. And uh, um, so, and in reality, um, that transfer from joy, uh, from a heaviness to joy, and, and, and uh, if we're not careful, that transfer can happen the other way around. Mm. And so uh, being a ministry that works with so many people affected by domestic violence, whether it be a child, a man, a boy, a girl growing up in abusive neglect um, or even an abandoned home uh, or parent. Um, so what can happen is that we can actually get triggered or that trauma can take us back to a place yes. if uh, uh, any given situation, if we're not mm. careful, it can it, in our mind. Now mm. we're beginning to relate that situation back to a devastating yep. experience that happened on happened early on in our life. Right. That is um, true. Well, uh, Colossians uh, three two tells us to set your mind on things above, amen. not on things that are on earth. Right. So. I, I believe if we just start filling our mind with the word of God, with the truth of God, right. with the name of Jesus, the mm -hmm. blood of Jesus, right. and remember how God um, time and time and time again rescued. He's our rescuer. Right, he's, right. he's our deliverer. He comes in. He's a present help. Amen. But once we lose focus, we start to focus on, on. the negative things right. of the world. And there we go. And that's powerful because that little that little phrase, set your mind. Set your mind. You leave it there. You set it there and you leave it there and that's where it stays. Because right. like you said, as soon as you start losing focus, then the devil can just start throwing these little daggers, these little darts of arrows. And, and all of a sudden, you're off to the races thinking about something totally different, worrying about this, worrying about that. So that's why he says set. I love that. I love that. Yes. <laughs> set our minds and keep it set. Yeah, and I think, I think we're in a season also of repentance. And a lot of times we associate that word repent with something so harsh, like it's a, a real strong biblical yeah. word. And, and it is right. a strong biblical b right. word, but the actual word um, means to change one's mind. Right, right, right. right. So change right. your mind. Right. It's right. as simple as changing your mind. Yeah. 
and and keeping your mind set upon those things that are above and not those things on the earth. Amen. So we need to make up our mind yep. to change our mind. Yes. Ooh, come so on, say that again. We do that. We need to make up our minds <laughs> come on. to change our minds. And wow. until we do that, we're going to struggle, even as believers, because we say, oh, I wake up, put the full armor of God, and right. you know, I have my shield and my 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 sword yep. or my a breastplate of righteousness, my helmet. We have the whole protection, yes. but yet we're still walking around defeated with the spirit of heaviness. Right. Yeah. I think Why? that right. is so important because even with everything that's going on, it's so easy for our minds to gravitate to the news and to all this mm-hmm. uh, horrific things, yeah. to all the, you know, uh, um, uh, um, it's a sensationalism. Fetal, fetal uh, organs yes. and these vaccines and all this stuff. And, and we could just go on and on. But if we set our mind on those things, we're going to beget more of that. Right. We're going to beget more. It's right. just going to churn inside of us. Right. So if we do want to make that transfer, we need to keep our mind focused on the things of God, on the purpose of God, on the truth of God, on His power and His right. purpose, His, his uh, ability Yep. Rather than the situation going on around us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. I recently had uh, someone ask for prayer because this person said that they were going through uh, depression, like this, uh, you know, really deep, um, just this deep place in their mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this person was declaring their healing. They were saying, I know God could heal me from mm. this depression. Right. I just need someone to agree with me. Oh, wow. And there was wow. there was an interaction yep. of um, agreement. Right. Holding hands, right. standing in agreement. That's right. And that demonic spirit broke. That's right. right. It just broke. Yep. So we, we need to be reminded of the power yeah. of unity, the yep. power of getting together with someone. Right. I mean, even scripture tells us Come on. if you're feeling sick, right. what do we do? We go to the elders. Right. You know, they can pray for us, anoint us. Yes. Right. So with that being said, we we need to be reminded of the power in numbers, the power of unity. Yes. Power yes. Of agreement. And, and, and you know power on, of agreement. On the heels of that, which is so powerful, when you think about Christ, okay, God in the flesh, he didn't need us. What did he model for us? Twelve disciples that he kept around him, and then within those the three inner circle of people, community. Mm-hmm fellowship modeling for us okay he didn't need them okay he was perfect in his union with the holy spirit and god the father they're they're perfectly self-contained happy you know but he modeled that community for us and so how how sad that we don't take advantage of what the lord is showing us so that's amazing that you say that because uh Part of what we're, we're going to be getting at is is uh, establishing boundaries, mm-hmm. and we have to establish boundaries on the uh, gates, if you yes. will, of our body. Our, we have to set our mind. The Bible says, "I set my mind, uh, my my face like flint." Right. Like we have to be so uh, 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 on on such a, a straightforward yep. course on on the reality of who God right. is. Instead of the storm, right. instead of the situation, right. right? We have to say, "Wait a minute, no, He is the great I am, not He the great I could be. Right. He is the I <laughs> am that I am, yep. and yes, he and He is all that we we right. need." And so establishing boundaries is so important. Yeah. And we see this even in the in the gospels. Jesus, there was the crowds, there was the 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 committed, there was the 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 um the crowds, 
the committed, and then the core. Mm. And so mm-hmm. he had the crowds, mm. people that would come for the healing, right? right? There was 10 leopards that came. Right. All 10 were healed, yeah. but only one was made whole. Right. Only one came back. Only right. one realized that that I need to appreciate the source of this blessing, right. not just the blessing. That's right. And he came back and followed Jesus. That's right. And, uh, and so... Um, we have to understand that, that there's different levels, different mm-hmm. categories, if you will. And so if we're not careful, we will let people that are casual acquaintances or have an influence or impact on the depths of our of, of us, of yep. our heart. Yep. And that's when we end up being damaged. That's yep. uh, when we make ourselves vulnerable mm-hmm. for abuse. Um, and we really need to be a little bit more mindful yes. of how we interact or or what we allow into the inner reaches of our heart. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Um, going back to um, our thoughts and setting our minds on things that are above. So when a thought enters our mind, it triggers off a feeling. So you have a yes. thought and it triggers off a feeling and that feeling will trigger a behavior. Yes. And that goes in any way, uh, be it positive mm-hmm. or be it negative. Mm-hmm. If I'm filled with joy and I have thoughts of joy, I'm going to have feelings of joy and my behavior is going to, you know, I'm going to lift my hands and That's praise right. the Lord. I'm a quote right. scripture. I'm going to be filled right. with laughter. Come on. Right. It's a thought, feeling and behavior. Right. So whatever thought, be it negative or positive, right. what we'll focus on the negative, having right. a negative thought we know instantly it's going to create a negative feeling. Absolutely. And that's where we need to nip it in the bud, so to speak. Yes. We need to stop it right there because right. after that feeling, and it's in us, mm-hmm. a behavior. Yes. Right. So if yes. our thoughts are constantly on fearful things or what's happening in the world and our focus, then it brings on a feeling of sadness mm-hmm. and a behavior will pop up. Without a doubt. It might be isolation or right. I just want to sleep or I want to cry right. or I just want to complain or I want to be right. bitter, whatever it is. Right. It's a thought, feeling, and behavior. And you know what? Uh, we, we teach that often, and I, and I want to take that one step further, that behavior can lead to a physical response in our body. Oh, absolutely. So if I'm so overwhelmed with the situation and it's I've allowed it to take root in my mind, now it's become a, an emotional part of me and mm-hmm. I'm actually staying awake at night, my behavior patterns, it's going right. to affect us physically. Big time. Um, it's going to affect us in our in our organs, in our know. muscles, Absolutely. and, in our, and uh, can even lead us to, to become sick. Well, okay, so do you know that they've, they've scientifically shown that fear and worry will actually produce close to 75% of all disease. And disease is dis-ease, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you're not at ease, then these things happen. So a lot of times when you're walking around stressed out and angry, your stomach juices are turning and the bile is in there and the acid in there, and all of a sudden you've got a stomach ulcer and you're wondering why. Because it's exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. And so last week you shared with us, Darren, you shared a... Uh, a little bit of your story about some of your past experience mm-hmm. and uh, and some abuse that you'd suffered and and even uh, trauma that you had encountered as a child. Yeah, um, I know I myself as well, and, and even my wife. We we uh, were no strangers to mm-hmm. having uh, suffered emotional and and different sorts of abuse sure. early on in life, right. and those become kind of the the 
viewpoint or the perspective, the lens, if you will, yes. that we begin to see every other yes. experience and every other relationship and everything else that we encounter yes. throughout life is filtered through that good lens. Word. Yes. And the Bible says, actually, Jesus said, if you may, uh, if your eye is good, <laughs> your whole body That's will right. be flooded with light. With light. And yeah. so if your eye, if your perception, he's not talking about our physical eye, no. mm-hmm. but he's talking about our perception and right. how we're seeing things right. and if that's clear, if that's good, then our body is going to be filled with light. There's going to be an awareness. We're going to have a, a, a brightness about our countenance. And it's going to, obviously, we know that, that the when the light comes on, mm-hmm. the darkness Fleet. is extinguished, that's right? right. The, the light is shown and, and uh, the darkness can never comprehend or overcome it. No. Amen. No. Amen. Um, that's a great word. And so... Uh, there's things in our life that, that can kind of uh, dictate how we think and, yeah. and how we feel, right, yeah. our, our different perspectives. Yeah. And uh, it's it's time for us, and I really believe with all of my heart, with the domestic violence and even uh, recovery, and, mm-hmm. and I know you're real active in recovery mm-hmm. and stuff, and, and as much. we uh, learn more about these dynamics, we're, we're finding out, and it's become so blatantly obvious that we need to begin to retrace the steps and find out yep. where this perception yep. uh, became distorted at. The genesis of it, exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Could, uh, would you be able to share with us, like, um, the young men that come into the program, I mean, men of all ages, but the men that come into the program, um, the unworthiness that they feel Right. Because of something that took place, sure. you know, because we know that any kind of addiction mm-hmm. is just a mask to cover sure it is. what the root of the problem is. Sure it is. But the, I believe personally that um, unfeeling unworthy mm-hmm. and carrying all the shame, yes. it, it's a killer. Right. It's a and, killer. Well, let me use myself as a young man, okay? Um, because for 45 years of my life, I had been speaking in assemblies. I've been preaching the word of God. I had never smoked a cigarette. I'd never drank a beer. I'd never been drunk. I'd never smoked pot. And I would go out in these assemblies and I would share with these kids, you know, by, by the grace of God, you can stay away from this and you can make your dreams come true. And I would tell them, you know, when I was a eight year old kid, I saw Adam West who played Batman in 1969 thing. And I got so excited that my dad, I, he made me touch him and I broke out in hives. Well, ever since then, right? Um, when I would go to school and, and and the teacher would say, well, you know, Johnny, what do you want to be? I want to be a cowboy. You know, I'm going to be a veterinarian. What do you want to be, Darren? I want to be Batman. Okay. <laughs> That's what I wanted to be. And I would tell them that because I stayed away, away from these things and stayed focused on the Lord, that I, I was actually able to be in two of the biggest Batman movies made. Mm-hmm. And so God made my dreams come true. Wow. Now, I look at the other side of that. Okay. I, I told him, I said, look, I had community. I had fellowship. I had family, I had a strong church, I was studying the word, all the things that I knew to keep me strong and undergirded, right? And I had great, great, great friends. Well, I moved up to, to get out of, well, my wife passed away, as I told you guys, and I moved out of Los Angeles to Murrieta and uh, took my daughters with, him, with me to get them out of LA Unified School District. And that was the first biggest mistake I made because I pulled myself away from my friends, mm away from my family. Um, my mom had just passed away. Um, and so here I was isolated. All right. Big, big problem. Secondly, I had been injured. I was in terrible pain. Um, and so here I am suffering 
Here I am, isolated. And then I started thinking, since I didn't have my friends around, they used to get to stinking thinking. I started thinking how sad I was, how much I missed my wife. Where is God right now? You know, um, why can't I find a good church? And all of a sudden, the, the negative thoughts that the devil would be putting in my head yeah. and just beating down on me and weighing down on me. And the pain was terrible. Meanwhile, I'm going to orthopedist to orthopedist and they're saying, take this Oxycontin. It's a really, it's a wonder, mm. wonder drug and you won't be addicted. You'll be dependent. You know, they always throw that buzzword dependent. And I'm like, that kind of sounds the same to me, <laughs> you know? Um, um, but I was this wounded guy, and I really never, ever had a chance to expose or express the pain that happened to me when I was a young boy. Right. I just never, ever really went there. It was too tough for me, right. you know? So it's easy for me to mask it when I'm playing an actor and doing all this and stuff. But um, that was one area that just never got touched and needs to be touched. And this is why what you're doing is so important, and, and I'm sorry for taking so much time. But, no, um, you were fine. So what happened was I finally decided, okay, I'm going to take this painkiller because at least I can I can deal with my pain. Okay, I'm emotionally a mess. I'm so lonely. I'm so depressed because I feel like nobody loves me anymore. I miss my mom like crazy. You know, I found her dead on the floor when I went to visit her. So I didn't process that with anybody either. Um, wife is gone. I'm raising two girls by myself as a guy. They're teenagers, me. Uh, you know, it's like, I don't know how to handle teenage girls, you know? I mean, so that's a burden and, 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 uh, and, and financially trying to take care of everybody. So I took that drug and all of a sudden I was like, wow. Right. Life is good. You know, life is. And then off to the races, I became a horribly addicted person. Right. And that's just because of what you're talking about, this broken young man inside of me. And um, I found something to fill that up instead of going back to the source, calling my Christian brothers and sisters and reaching out to them and saying, I'm suffering. Mm-hmm. I'm really hurting. So the and, and and. It's so often the case, especially with men, is we have to put on this exterior. Yeah. You're a big guy, muscle guy, and and so mm-hmm. everyone just sees that, and so they right. just they just uh, um, take it for granted. And actually, it's a persona that we put off. Sure. And so, uh, but it's it's a great um, breeding ground, if you will, for this trauma. We yep. just pack it down, yep. we stuff it down, and it just has an opportunity to to multiply and compound and grow. Um, and when we when we don't heal from from what's wounded us, mm-hmm. we're gonna bleed on people yeah. that oh, didn't yeah. cut us. So oh, good so now yes. we're just gonna we're yep. gonna be bleeding out, yep. emotionally bleeding out right. in all these different ways. Right. Um, we're gonna find things like addiction or or depression, isolation, key component. Huge key component to to this downward spiral yep. um, the bible says that the enemy is like a roaring lion he is like a he is not the roaring, roaring lion. lion there's only He's one like, right. tribe of lion right. of the tribe of judah but right. but he is trying to scatter or separate yep. and once again it yep. goes back to that word anxious That's right. where our thoughts mm-hmm. become so scattered yep. and we become prey right. we become prey for the enemy Yep. to keep us in this spot and on this downward spiral. Yeah. And right. it's so important that we get to a safe place. Yes. A safe place where we can begin to expose those things, like you said. Right. And, and and somebody with some experience, um, the Bible says in Jeremiah thirteen fifteen, I will give you shepherds after my own heart mm. who will feed you on knowledge and understanding. Oh. And so... That word shepherd is actually a companion. 
it's friendship, it's it's uh, to feed, to nurture, to lead. Right. And so um, I, I hate to say it, but there's a huge percentage of people that have a they have a um, a preacher, but mm-hmm. they don't have a pastor. That's so absolutely true, because you can be around people that can talk at you, right. but not to you. There's a big difference. And that one thing, when I'm in the prisons or wherever yeah. I'm at, I tell the guys in the prison all the time, and I'm still keeping up with them, even yeah. though I'm not able to physically be there right, right now. Right. I said, I'm not here to talk at you. I'm right. here to walk with That's you. That's right. I'm here to help you through. Let's That's connect. Right. Let's right. get on a personal level. Let's walk through this process. Let's, let's, and it, and I believe that's a, a, a huge missing piece of the puzzle. Huge. Um, from our, our mainstream Christianity. is that we don't have that that intimacy and 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 that that companionship with leadership with people that we can trust um to to help us grow through these difficult areas in our life you know that's so true i'll go go. go Uh, i just want to share something happened last night um so you came in and you you kind of had a bible study you know aa meeting but it was (laughs) it was fantastic it was really a blessing Mm -hmm. and um one of the young men there um, that I was talking to afterwards has a father who's been an alcoholic his whole life. And he's like a Jekyll and Hyde father. One second, hey, I love you, son. You're the greatest. Next thing is get away from me. You disgust mm-hmm. me. And so he's always had a problem being able to understand God the Father. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me, you know, I, I, I'm around Christianity. I married a pastor's daughter when I got a divorce from her. And he's been on meth. And I mean, he, he's it's a miracle he's been alive anymore because he's been in so many terrible accidents and things. Mm. But um, at any rate, so we were talking. I said, listen, I understand. You know, I get that. I know I really understand how you feel. And um, he said, yeah, I'm going to go see my father tomorrow. And I said, well, you know what? I said, we need to introduce you to the Heavenly Father. And I need to help you see that he really, he's so different than your earthly father, just like mine was. Um, But the point was to what you're saying is that, you know, I looked at him. I said, I want to tell you something. I said, I want you to know I'm proud of you. And I want you to know I'm thankful that you're here. I want you to know I'm so thankful that you are working through your stuff and not following in your father's footsteps because you can break that pattern. That's right. You can break that generational curse, if you will. Not a true curse, but it's like a generational thing that goes from family to family to family through alcoholism, through abuse, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So I said, you, you're breaking that. And I want you to know I'm proud of you. And I want you to know that I'm thankful that you're here. Right. And his eyes begin to tear up. Mm. And he reached out his hands. He goes, thank you, Darren. Thank you so much. I mean, who am I? But you know what? It's just a word with these people. And and I could just tell no one's ever affirmed him. Right. No other man has ever said, you know what? I appreciate you. I love you. Right. You know, and that's what you're talking about. And that's Mm. a huge thing. Even in the church, you know, if you can get someone, another man to say, I love you. It's like, I love you, man. Like, but but to really have that compassion or that right. connection between men yeah. um, and I think it's so important it that really we is. do whatever we can and and you know we are uh, we're doing are. whatever we can <laughs> to and I, I consider it such a privilege and an honor to be able to go, go over there and speak to those men and even if it's just him even if it's just that one person mm-hmm. that got some breakthrough or got touched and and in their lives can begin to pe- Begin the process, mm-hmm. begin to peel off the layers right. and get that healing and, right. and receive that affirmation yep. that God is is so desperately trying to get to him. 
Right. Because he is. And, and, and that's the truth. He's, God is really, really loving us and reaching out. And, mm-hmm. and then something horrific like that happens. And it was like you're saying, it puts blinders on us. And we can't see that because of the negativity that's in fogging our vision and, yeah. and obscuring the lenses and stuff, you know. And so uh, to me, and I just want to sing your praises for a minute, Pastor Debbie, because <laughs> what you're doing with women uh, after being a, a abuse survivor, which, you know, I, truly my wife could have killed me one time. And, and there's no joke when she hit me with a lamp, could have killed me. And um, I think of all the women that you're helping. I mean, mm-hmm. to be an advocate, to step in the gap and to be there for people that are hurting and suffering and, and to be able to encourage them. That's a huge calling and a huge gifting. And I, I just want to thank you for what you're doing, both of you guys, but especially what you're doing with domestic violence. Thank, thank you. you so much. That's one of the things that attracted to me to her. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Look at this woman's commitment yeah. and, and huge. the level of commitment to helping others. Yeah. Just pouring your giving of yourself yep. and uh, I, that was one of the things that just blew me away yep. um, when I saw that and it is it's a quality and, and thank you, I know Jesus. it's God but you're Thanks faithful <laughs> thank you I uh, wanted to touch I wrote down acceptance love affirmation these mm-hmm. are things when you were talking about the young gentleman mm-hmm. in the home mm-hmm. um, these three, three things when someone is broken they're looking for acceptance yes they're looking for love yes. and they're looking for affirmation. That would mean, my house. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. You want someone to hear you. Yes. You want someone to um, believe you. Yeah, you gosh. want someone to affirm you, yep. you know, and it, and it kind of will solidify that feeling that you have of, you know, it, I'm not crazy. These yes. things happen to me. Yes. And, you know, when I tell people, especially women who are um, broken mm. and come out of these horrible relationships is you are completely normal. For someone who went through the hell that you went through, what you're feeling, your reaction, the residue of all that abuse, you are completely normal. This is what someone feels like, acts like, says, looks like. You're normal. Exactly. How could you not be like that? How can you not be? That's the same message we need to get to the men, that your response to this this thing is is perfectly natural, and but now it's time to heal. Now right. it's time to expose that right. and get to another level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to read a, a scripture really quick um, in Proverbs, uh, Proverbs four twenty three through twenty six, and and the word says, um, "Watch over your heart with all diligence, mm-hmm. for from it flows the springs of life. Mm-hmm. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and and devious speech." far from you. Um, Let your eyes look directly ahead and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Mm. Um, Watch the path of your feet and all in all of your ways will be established. And so the first thing that he addresses here is the state of our heart. And he's saying, watch over it or tend to it or be mindful of your heart. Um, it's so important. And, and when I had mentioned the boundaries, it's important that we establish these boundaries yeah. and and watch over or gain an awareness right. of what's going on inside of our heart. Right. Now, that word heart is actually the word love, love, and it's the inner man. It's your soul. Mm-hmm. It's your center of emotions, mm-hmm. thoughts, 
or desires. Mm. Now, we wonder why we have this propensity to gravitate towards substances or mm. pornography mm -hmm. or all these different things. And it's because there's a contamination that took place deep within the right. well of our soul. Right. And the waters have been tainted. Yep. We're operating through this lens right. and we're being, uh, we're being led by by these things mm -hmm. down a, a false path. Absolutely. Um, even and 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 it takes place in so many different forms. There's so many different ways. Yep. Um, yep. It could be uh, isolation. It could be drugs. Right. It could be the fruit is the as the effect, but the heart or the source. The well is the cause. Yes. And it's like a tree. Right. We, everyone's, it's obvious what the fruit right. is. Everyone is, the fruit is visible. Right. And so we can look at someone and see the effect, but we need to begin to, if we really want to love someone, we need to help them get to the cause. That's right. Get to the heart. Help them what's going with what's going on That's within right. their soul. Right. Jesus said, what would it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Oh, yeah. You can go after all these things and, and have relationship after relationship after relationship. And, and if it's not from the right heart or from the right, right. place, you're always going to end up defeated. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and if, uh, and so keep your heart with all diligence. Um, and it's not a physical heart. It, it's an emotional right. state. A lot of times right. we read these things and we just think, oh, a heart yeah. or whatever. But it's our soul. Sure. And so we deal a lot with soul trauma, soul right. wounds. Right. And it's addressing these wounds. Mm -hmm. It's it's allowing the healing balm of God's word to touch those broken, vulnerable right. areas. If we're not able to get vulnerable with God and, and help have the, through the power of the Holy Spirit, begin to x-ray our hearts right. and, and take a look within ourselves. Right. And that's one of the things I'm amazed uh, uh, that you've, you know, went through this process and really had an opportunity to, to take a, a hard, cold look and, and come to terms mm -hmm. with the, with the abandonment from your father yeah. and the love that wasn't there right. and, and how that affected right. you and how, how you responded to that and right. even the unforgiveness. Yes. All of these things, it's kind of like a snowball yep. and it'll gather and it'll grow. That's right. And if we are not careful and and uh, we can end go our whole lives never being set free, no. still yeah. holding no. on to false belief systems, right. like you said, That's right. um, we believe these things about ourselves. Right. We believe these things about the world around us. Right. And the most worst one is we believe things about God right. that aren't true. And it keeps us from really encountering that love and the capacity that he wants to give it to it, us. It does. It just blocks it completely. I mean, I, and, and sometimes like my, my bitterness towards my father, for instance, you know, I felt completely righteous in my anger towards him. Mm -hmm. You know, how dare you? I, I you know, um, I'm going to punish you because I don't think God is. He's making millions of dollars married to another, you know, woman and, and gushing his love on her kids mm -hmm. and neglecting my sister, mm -hmm. um, who ended up drinking herself to death because 
because of a broken heart, you know. And so I'm thinking, all right, you know what? I'm righteously angry at you, and I'm going to let you know that. And I even through my Christendom, you know, it's like. I, I look back and go, why didn't anybody ever pull me aside and say, you need to release that? You know, you need to mm-hmm. forgive him because what you're holding on to is bawling and chaining you to the mm-hmm. very ugliness and the evil and the hideous unforgiveness that he's got. And I'm just stuck in that, right. connected to that. Right. And it isn't until, you know, we set our minds on Christ, mm-hmm. you know, and That's get right. away from that That's right. garbage and set it on Christ right? Set it and leave it. And then I was truly free when I was able to forgive my father. Yes. You know? yes. And, and, and that's so key. Right. Uh, you said something um, that stood out um, going back to when you had said about your mother and you finding your mom. Um, you said you, you were never able to process that. You kind of yeah. just went move forward. Yeah. 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 And yeah. So it was a combination of not only seeing your mother. Right. Which is devastating enough, oh, yeah. but to have to grow up with what you went through as a child mm-hmm. and then moving forward in relationships and broken relationships. Yeah, and so if we do not stop and process each uh, event yes. or episode yes. or um, if we want to call them traumatic experiences, yeah, right, if, right, right, right. if we do not do that, uh, we are going to explode. Yep. You know, we yep. can have that nervous breakdown yep. or we can lash out in anger or yep. we can try to harm others or even harm ourselves. Sure. But we're not processing each event right. accordingly. We kind of right. just, oh, this happened, this happened, this is just life, this is how, how right. it is, right. and I'm going to try to move forward. Right. It's so true. And, just, and that's exactly what I did. You know, I mean, I, I left that wound and, and part of it, I know God gave me grace so I could raise my children. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the other part of that was like, I was living in a bit of denial, not dealing with my emotions about that. It was like, oh, she's in heaven, which she was. And praise God, she's in a better place. And that's where I fixed my mind. But I wasn't dealing with, wow, that really hurt for you to go visit your mom. And you found the person who just left you know, a 30 year career and was happily ready to retire and love her kids and love her grandkids. And a month later, she's dead on the floor. Mm. You know, how do you reconcile with that with God? And and then again, more anger towards my father, because if you hadn't done this to her, she wouldn't be dead on the floor right now. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? So that bit added to it, that added more fuel to the fire. Right. You know, and uh, I think sometimes uh, and this again, I'm so thankful for what you're doing because you guys are, are getting to the root of these issues where you, you find somebody like me, like if you found me several years ago, you know, you would have said, hey, listen, let's let's talk about that. Right. And I might not have wanted to talk about it, but it's like, you know what? What do you mean? Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? And, and, and point that out and then I can start to heal. Yeah. And when you brought when you had said this is key, this is absolutely key. When you had said, why didn't anybody tell me? Right. Why didn't anybody in the church tell me? Yeah. Um, I think that's key because for myself, dealing with um, this heavy spirit of rejection, mm. I just never felt worthy. Right. So it's like, you know, I might as well just keep my mouth shut mm. and stand in the back mm. because I am useless. I am worthless. There's yeah. nothing valuable uh, valuable about me. I'm so sorry. And that's how I felt, strongly felt. And so it wasn't until I, at the time I had went through, uh, I went through a divorce and, you know, now I'm a single mom and, and, um, just trying to deal with life. Yeah. And a woman who actually became a dear friend of mine, a woman came up to me and she said, you're dealing with the spirit of rejection. 
<laughs> but because I was so rejected, I rejected what yeah, she said. Of course. Like, well, That's just too much. Think you right? are, baby. <laughs> yeah. Don't get all spiritual and religious <laughs> on me. You know, but I had some major attitude, yeah. but that right. was a form of it was my uh, defense, defense mechanism, mechanism for sure. Mechanism. You know, sure. don't come at me. I've Absolutely. already been, you know, kicked on, stomped yep. on, you know, beat down, whatever. Yep. And now you want to tell me I'm dealing with the spirit. But you know what? That resonated. I I went home Mm -hmm. and I thought about it. That's right. First of all, what does that mean? Exactly. And I needed her to explain. So I kind of just kind of uh, cleaved to her. Mm -hmm. And um, it was through her, by example, Mm -hmm. that I learned how to praise the Lord. I knew how to just stand in his presence and receive. It was all through her example. And she went uh, home to be with the Lord a few years ago. Mm -hmm. But she was a mentor of mine, um, all because she had enough courage to come up to me and said, this is what you're dealing with. Now deal with it. Right. And so I started researching because I, I sought my healing. I chased after, oh, yeah. I chased after yeah. God. I right. said, I want to know what's wrong with yeah. me. Me too. Because Amen. this is awful. I don't want right. to feel this way. I was right. depressed. I was mm-hmm. filled with anxiety and sure. I was dealing with rejection. Yep. And um, so with her help, with her guidance, mm-hmm. um, she was able to get me on the right path and, and glory to God for yeah. friends. That is yeah. so yeah. important. And we're... If we're not careful, we could be told in the community, in the Christian community, just forget about it. Just yeah. just, look, just don't even Been think there. about it yeah. and just pretend it didn't happen yeah. or pretend mm-hmm. that, you know, you're okay and you're just too blessed to be stressed. Just get this bumper sticker and wear this right. shirt right. And, 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 and everything. And, and so it's, I believe we're in a pivotal time right now. And... and what I'm what I'm hearing from you as well is there became a point where it was like a tipping point, mm-hmm. like all that weight and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and mm-hmm. even though you were involved in church and yep. everything, it just it just that weight of that got uh, so heavy yeah. that it just tipped the scale the other yeah. way. Yeah. And we see this so many in my in my old church. I saw this so many times. People would come in, they would get get the word, they would find mm-hmm. their purpose, they would get involved. And they would be like a, a firework. They would make a lot of noise right. Right. and flash. And then <laughs> and then it's like, where are they? They what wink happened? out. Yeah. They and then they're gone. And, and, yep. and because they're on that journey, yep. right. um, they were carrying so much stuff and they right. never had an opportunity to open up. Right. You know, now I'm, now I'm in service or I'm a leader mm-hmm. in a ministry. And now mm-hmm. I really can't talk about nope. this thing. And now it's really, you know, I really have to conceal this issue. Yep. And it's it's so important that we get to a place where we're willing to deal with the well, yes. deal with the water, yes. um, deal with what's going on inside, Absolutely. and begin to pull this stuff up. And, yep. and uh, exposure right. is key. Right. Um, not just trying to to hide it and pack it down. Mm. Um, it just is going to fester. It's it's like an infection. Sure. I'm never going to heal from a wound if I just cover it and pretend it's not there. Sure. I need to clean Absolutely. it. I need to expose it. It needs to get air. And, mm. and and I need to understand the the proper procedure for that wound to heal. Well, that's and good. so knowledge is key. Um, getting awareness is key. Um, and exposing the root of the issue, yep. root cause. Um, you know, we can, uh, it's all through God's word and yeah. he gives us this living hope, this opportunity um, to to be able to work through this word right. and really administer, just the same way you do medicine, right? right. Administer right. Um, these things to our life, right. to our heart, not our physical heart, but right. our soul. Right. 
so that we could be healed and set free. 22 years ago when I was going through my mess, um, this one scripture, simple scripture, mm. but it carried me mm. for 22 years. Mm, wow. It's Proverbs 16.3, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish oh, your plans. Proverbs 16. And I memorized that and anything I touched. Um, you know, when I uh, when I realized, man, I have some I have some deep issues. I, I need I need healing. Mm hmm. I commit my healing to you, God. Right. And I stood on the scripture. Anything yeah, that awesome. I did, um, being a single mom, I commit this being a single mom to yeah. you, Lord. I right. need your help. Amen. I need you to be a husband and I need you to be a father. Right. Um, I need for you to guide this family. Mm-hmm. And even it, I use a scripture even in ministry. And when God started calling me out. I, I was filled with so much anxiety and so much hurt and pain that right, right. Um, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Right. And he said, pick up a microphone and start singing what in front of people? You want me to sing in front of people? Yeah. But it was this. Okay, I commit this singing to you. Amen. And, 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 that's a be- and that's a beautiful See start. But what I like about what I mean, I really love what you said is you went after your healing with a vengeance. Yes, with a vengeance. Okay. I mean, and I, I say that word because that's how I felt. And I know that's what you were you were going at. And we have to, you know, it's 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 a, a bit of a scary thing to to chase after our healing sometimes because there's always going to be a little bit more pain a lot of times. And you're opening that wound yep. up a little bit to get to it to get to the healing. Mm-hmm. But we got to realize that that God will take that and he will bring us the right people and will be a healing bomb for us. And we've got to get down to the root of the issue. That's right. If we want to be bearing healthy, good, eatable, prosperous fruit. Yeah. Right. And that fruit is our purpose. That yes. fruit is the potential. The fruit is our calling. The fruit mm-hmm. is our gifting. And if we can get on the other side of that, we can produce fruit that will remain. Yes. That will actually reproduce. Right. And uh, you know, one thing that I've learned is that when when someone I've never met someone that's uh, real effective and fruitful that hasn't gone through some very major oh, yeah. issues. Oh yeah. Um, I see time after time. And myself, I just uh, lost my daughter. Mm. Um, the end of last year it was so oh. difficult, so challenging. Mm. Um, but through all that. Um, as we learn how to apply this word to our own life, yeah. it, it met, helps us be more effective yeah. in working with other people, yeah. too. It, it kind of it, it's through that crushing yep. that there's an anointing produced. And if we're avoiding the issue and we're avoiding, mm-hmm. we're actually avoiding the call and we're actually avoiding being able to be used by God at a greater capacity that's right because if we're wounded and we see this in the church all the time mm-hmm. people in ministry pastors leaders bishops apostles all that whatever you want to call yourself that's fine <laughs> <laughs> the great high cherubim of don't the- get me started <laughs> <laughs> but but they're working from a place of being wounded yeah, absolutely and, and 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 so it doesn't matter where you're at it's so important and, and and I'm reminded all the time God shows me areas and and he'll use my wife and and and, and different mentors that mm-hmm. I have in my life and and my my friends and mm-hmm. and, and and to help 
see and to grow and it's a it's a process it's not an event right uh, we right. think that we can just come and lay hands and boom everything is mm. you know the past has just been erased and we're, we're it's like we're men in black and have that little right. thing. no man we still have to learn how to heal we still have to learn right. how to process right. we still have to learn how right. to um how to overcome insecurities. Yeah. Sure. You know, that's one sure. thing. You could get healed, for, delivered from an addiction, but what about the insecurity that led you up to that? Absolutely. Like, you know? What? I mean, that, you've heard the terminology of dry drunk before, right? Mm-hmm. And that is somebody who hasn't been drinking for years, but is more ornery than ever, you know, more messed up emotionally than ever because, yeah, they stopped drinking, but they didn't deal with the Thank whole... You, yes interlying issues the genesis the root that led to that drinking yeah right that's the key you yes. know so yeah i i I, I totally, I mean, like I said, I just sing your praises for what you guys are doing because it's such a blessing to right. help people. It's man. not us. It's it's a we. It's all sure, of us. Yes, thank <laughs> our you. church, thank our you. ministry, um, Sons yeah. of Strength, Sisters of Strength, Amen. all the women that are and have been a part of Sisters of Strength, mm-hmm. um, which is quite a few, honey. You've had uh, uh, quite a number of women that you've mentored and, and uh, helped along the way. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to uh, touch on that about the fruit. Um, so we know that we're trees, we're trees of righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're broken, our roots are deeply rooted in, if it's anger yeah. or depression yep. or bitterness, whatever it yep. is, will produce the fruit of yep. that root. Yep. So it could be hurt, sadness, anxiety, fears, phobias, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And, um, people want to target the fruit and they'll say, okay, oh, I, I, I'm an alcoholic, so mm. let's target the fruit. So right. they pluck that fruit, throw right. it out, right. and then something else will grow in its place. Right. It, it may to. not be alcoholism. Right. Right. It might be another form of addiction. Exactly. Why? Because the root has right. never been addressed. That's a good word. Yeah. There's no axe taken yep. to the root. Let's cut yep. it. Let's cut it out. Right. And so I think that's key, and that's when I sit with a lot of women. That's what we target is the root. Amen. And we know a root is just not one root. No. When you pull that root out, what is that called? When you have tap many, root, tap root, mm-hmm. and it has many stems oh, yeah. to that root. Oh yeah. And so when you start digging deep, you you realize, wow, it's just not one incident. No. It's not one event. It's many. And so they travel. Root. I mean, go quite travel. distances. So tap root work. is the main one. And what we found, and we have teachings and counseling on this, that main tap root so often is rejection. And you could call that even the spirit of rejection. And there's so many things that connect and branch off and different that just add and accumulate and and, and just uh, um, enhance what that spirit that's that that strong the taproot is the main one it's mm. the middle one it's like what wow. really uh is the foundation of a tree right and the other ones branch out right and uh it is it's it's uh it's pulling the nutrients from the water the well and i love how the bible says that we will be trees planted Amen. along the rivers Amen. bearing fruit in season and now right. so we know that that's god's desire right. and he knows that he calls us the analogy right. of a tree being planted right. or or in mm-hmm. psalms 92 that those that are planted in the house of the lord will flourish in the courts of our god yep. so this is god's desire for right. us to Jesus. to get through this stuff to get right. set free to help yes. uh, for to 
yeah. to get what he wants to give us, to heal us, and for us to be a, a source of healing yep. and nourishment for others around us. Right. Um, and there's nothing more fulfilling than being freed of the bitterness and the rejection and the isolation. Come on. I mean, nothing. Come on. Because, you know, in my business, I've run into many wealthy people, right. many people that the world would say have it made. And some of them are the most miserable people, right. the most depressed people. Um, I was telling, you know, Pastor Mike earlier about my dad's best friend, Pete, who was at one point worth $65 million. And mm. I asked my dad, could he ever... Um, loses money, you know, and, you know, Pete would have a yacht and he would take my dad and, and, and a yacht and the, and the, um, pilot or what a captain of the yacht would dive off the side in Mexico and bring their food back, their dinner back with them. So, I mean, come on, this is how rich this guy was, you know, um, limoed everywhere and just ridiculous money. But he was an alcoholic. He was a chain smoker. He'd been drunk driving. His wife was an alcoholic. She was a chain smoker. They were godless people. They were miserable. And now, does money buy people happiness? Absolutely not. Okay. It can make your life a little bit easier when it comes to paying for certain things. But the things that are wealth in somebody's life are the intangible things. Yes. The love, the joy, the peace right. that passes all understanding. The fruit. Those. The fruit. The That's fruit. right. The love, fruit. joy, peace, patience, kindness. You know what? And people just don't realize. Come on how powerful and wonderful it is to be delivered mm. when you've been walking around with that thing on your back Come on. that's weighed you down and you get used to it. You forget, you know, I've got this giant Buick on my back, but when it's off, you can breathe and you're right. like free. And it's like, I'm happier than I've ever been yeah. right? ever, you know, and, and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And you, you think differently. You talk differently. You, yes. you look different. Yes, you know, absolutely. It's just this heaviness is lifted yes. and the, you just taste that freedom and oh, it's good. Yes. So we want to encourage anyone out there that might be listening. Maybe you're going through something and you need some, some encouragement. You might need some, uh, some help. We'd like to extend our, our uh, hand. Um, we're here to help. Um, Center of Hope Church, SOS Ministries. I'd like to give you my number, uh, which is 909-272-5328. And my wife is 951-212-3390. We're here for you. And yes. and if you have a ministry or you have a message that you want to get out um, to the world, um, Pastor Sean, if you could give the phone number to Hope uh, recovery. Um, this is an amazing facility. Oh, yeah. I just oh, yeah. love yeah. this studio. I'm absolutely in love with this place. Oh, and Pastor Sean you. is such an amazing guy. Um, this yes. facility is top notch. And uh, if you're interested in having your own podcast, please give Pastor Sean a call. Oh, thank you. Yep. Yeah, the phone number is 951-694-2942. Yeah. Awesome. I, I highly recommend anyone. You can even come down, just check it out. Give oh, yeah. Pastor Sean a call. Um, I like to say uh, also, we have so many friends and so many uh, partners, so many uh, people that we work together with. Um, Covenant Hills um, Recovery Center. Great. Um, amazing yep. friends, amazing yep. people. Um, just uh, uh, on and on. The list goes on and on. Lost and Found Ministries, yes. um, our partners in the yes. faith. Thank you, Pastor Elias and Pastor Trish, yes, for just being you. so faithful to the call of God on right. your life. Mm -hmm. um, just I, I could go on and on. Uh, but I'm just going to take a minute and, uh, and well, why don't you go ahead and pray us out? Okay. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Lord, for times like this. Thank you for Pastor Sean and his faithfulness to, yeah, to 
follow your calling and put this together, Lord, this wonderful, beautiful place, yes. and and that we can take advantage of the media for righteousness, Lord, yes, and take the airways over for the yes. glory of God, because it is just mm. being used and abused so sadly, Lord. And I just pray that like we reach out, Father, and that like the tentacles of an octopus and touch hundreds and thousands of lives, Father yes. God, and bring them close and bring them near and bring healing to them, Father, and hope, Father, Lord God. And I just thank you. And I, I just pray that you bless this precious ministry, Father, and and uh, Pastor Sean, bless him and his dear wife, um, Stacy, and big Doug back there. We love you, man. And uh, we just praise you, Lord, and, and thank you so much. For this amen. Evening. Amen. I have a couple more shout outs. Shannon Smith of Kids Cure. Um, uh, thank you for everything that you do for kids uh, suffering in the hospital with cancer and wow. feeding uh, so many people. We yes. love being partner wow. with you. Yeah. Um, just you. Uh, the list goes on and on. Our hearts go out. We're so grateful and thankful. Um, we just want to say thank you. God bless you all. We love you. Yes, we do. Yeah. With the love of Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 And be praying for us too, you guys. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> But if your strength is only seen within my weakness, then I'll surrender and give all I have to you. Take my will and make it yours.